real high quality podcast. That's, how I, do it. Yeah. that's exactly how I do it with my videos. Yeah. 100% me. The clap is the standard. Yeah, it's, the, it's a real high quality here. Um, I mean, welcome. That's what Harry's going to expect when you send it to Yeah, him, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> welcome back, everybody, to the, uh, or welcome for the first time to the Better Blokes podcast, um, where we're just two. Two, two blokes, uh, just trying to be a little bit less for sure, can't. Exactly. Um, and we have a special guest today. <laughs> I bet everyone was waiting to figure out who you were. Probably. Yeah. I, I don't really know how I fit into the two blokes thing. The three blokes just trying to be less of a shit. Well, I mean, we're just it's just blokes in general. It's yeah, a plural. I mean, yeah, that, that works. It's not limited, and it's also not gendered, which was the big thing that we were making the other day. Was that? Yeah, we got bullied for that. Yeah. Oh, did you get some space for that? Did yeah, you? We yeah. We got. We, oh, it's always blokes that make these podcasts. Well. Yeah, that's what we are. <laughs> it says it on the tin. Yeah. <laughs> and as well, it was actually Kira's idea. Like, Kira came up with the name. She's like, oh, Better Blocks is, like, a good name. Like, it's it's not too specific, but it's, it's like, in the vein of what we want to do. And, yeah, a woman came up with it. Yeah. So, so deal with it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And it's just about being better and being less of a shit cunt. So if you're going to complain, you probably should be listening. Being less of a shit cunt isn't gender specific, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. Exactly. Like I anyone. do. I, sorry to cut you off, Robbie. I do realise that we actually haven't introduced who we have on the podcast. You just start talking. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who the yeah. fuck is oh, this he guy? He just walked in. <laughs> walked off the street. <laughs> Can I listen? We're actually waiting for someone else to show up. Yeah. yeah I'm, just, time. I'm just the cleaner. I've just stepped in. Yeah. Um, okay, so I mean, am I just going to do a full introduction? Like, no one has a fucking clue who I am. Do I just go Yeah, just yeah, fucking go. Right, okay. So I'm Matt, and I am both of these guys' mentor for business so in their fitness businesses i teach them to be less shit cunts at business <laughs> there you go better business blokes there we go done <laughs> we nailed it we can just wrap it up now guys <laughs> done um, write, that, write that one down <laughs> <laughs> two minutes in <laughs> clip that jamie <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um i'm matt i I run an, um, an online mentorship for, for helping guys and girls, not gender specific in this case. Exactly. Important. Yeah. Um, to, to run businesses, and essentially to run more successful, more fulfilling fitness businesses, usually with a, a vibe to being more online. Because you guys are both on the gym floor, right? So it's like yeah, trying, to get, trying to get, not, not always fully online, but trying to get you guys more online, yeah, more, more online. leveraged and enjoying what you do, making more money. Having more fun, getting better client results, right? More freedom, more flexibility as well. It's always quite nice. That's what we like. Obviously, we spent the day yesterday together, and now yeah. everyone's a little bit dusty. Yeah, how's the head? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been better. Yeah. It's been like two years since I drank, so I mean, even a few beers last night. Is, uh, like at all? Yeah, like fuck all. Until I got to Australia, and then Zoe was like, do you want a drink? Did I tell you yesterday? He's like, do you want a drink? Like, I'm like, no, no, I'm cool. I'll Diet Coke. She's like, no, no, what do you want to drink? I'm like, no, Diet Coke's cool. I'm getting you a beer. Like, <laughs> right, no, seriously, though, a Diet Coke's cool. Like, I don't really drink. She's like, no problem. Comes back with a beer. Next thing I know, beer for me. Oh, well, we might as well. <laughs> I mean, you're in Australia. Why not? In for a penny and for a pound, right? Exactly, yeah. Did I you mean, not drink on your honeymoon? Nah, I had, like, one or two beers over the whole two-week period. Yeah, it just, just was like, nah, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. I figured it wasn't for me. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, we've, we've both definitely decreased our alcohol intake. Um, massively, massively actually yeah. I mean that's why we yeah. have well, zero actually, alcohol beers speaking of it's time to open our beers oh, oh. Not in, that's a boy. Oh, excited oh. <laughs> it is a boy um, the cool thing about these beers and have a sip 
yeah. Is there called Beautiful. Better Beers? I mean, it's like a sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> Inspired Unemployed. <laughs> you have your own podcast, but sponsor ours too. Yeah, 100%. It's great because on the, the alcoholic version, it says day for it. And on these ones, it says morning for it. I'm here for that. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's quite nice. I was going to say, what fucking comes to drink a beer in the morning, whether it's alcoholic or non-alcoholic? And then I checked my watch and realized it's 10 to 11. Yeah. So, <laughs> these cunts. These cunts. These cunts. <laughs> um, yeah, I think definitely, Matt, when you what you said about more fulfilling businesses as well as getting client results. Um, we definitely spoke about yesterday, like if you're just here to help someone, there's probably somewhere else you can go and do it for free. <laughs> well, fuck off to India was the line, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was the fucking line. I feel like, I think there's a, it's a, there's a strange movement and it's not just limited to the fitness industry, but let's limit it to that for the sake of this discussion is that when you ask someone why they're a coach and why they have a fitness business, they're often like, because oh, I like helping people. Well. If you like helping people so much, then fuck off to India and do some charity work. Oh, well, I don't like it that much. I do want to make, make some money. It's like, so there is a financial element. I just think that, you know, to keep the shit cunt vibe, you're considered a shit cunt if you are motivated in any way by money. And I think that is a complete nonsense, a complete fallacy. You, you have to be. Yeah. If, if you're going to run a business, choosing to run your own business, there is a financial motivation that is there, but you are being societally conditioned to suppress that because people don't like to talk about money. Well, I mean, like, realistically, like, how many people out there are working a job that they absolutely fucking hate but are doing it because... Or money. Yeah, it's like, they so do it for money. Like, money. You don't do it... Be, you don't work a job you hate because you enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, yeah. What cunt loves software? Not that many. Yeah. No one. But you, you do it, like... No one loves being an accountant. Literally no one ever. <laughs> no one's ever gone, I love this job. There's nothing wrong with like loving what you do and there's nothing wrong with, with wanting to help people. But I think there is something wrong with pretending that there isn't a financial motivation. And actually when you pretend there's not a financial motivation, at that point, I said to you guys, like if those that can't talk about money don't make money. And it's like this avoidance of discussing finances, discussing turnover, like actually being openly motivated by that. I think there's a, almost like, a, oh, well, I don't want my clients to know that I'm motivated by making money because I love spinning them this bullshit that I'm only in it to help them, but I charge them every month. So mm. they know you're motivated by money. Yeah. Well, as you fucking be there. Yeah, we don't do it for free. And nine times out of ten, the people that you... We had this discussion yesterday, right? Nine times out of ten, the people that you PT or coach are actually people that are probably either self-employed or highly successful individuals because PT's fucking expensive. They understand the money thing. So the only people that actually truly get it are the people that you're trying to hide it from so it makes absolutely no sense so there you go I feel like <laughs> definitely about helping you guys make more money and helping you guys be all right talking about making more money so that you can actually keep that money if yeah that makes and sense. just to go back to it, like if you can't talk about the fact that oh i want to make x amount of money or i want to increase my revenue by by whatever percentage like if you can't talk about that yeah. how the fuck are you ever going to turn around to someone and be like oh do you know what cost of cost of doing business is going up cost of everything's going up so your, the cost of your PT is going up as well. Like if you can't even have a simple conversation like that with someone that you have a relationship with for... Multiple years. Multiple, multiple years. If you can't talk to someone that you know that well about money, how are you going to sell it to someone else that you've never met or you've only ever conversed with online? 100%. And that, that was a big paradigm shift for me um, was just getting comfortable talking about money and kind of putting stuff down on paper. Like, no, nah, this is a target for me. Same way I would with training, same way I would with fitness. It's like, Right, well, I have what I want to have, what I want to achieve. How do I break that down? How do I get there? It's like, well, if I don't write it down, 
It's just a fucking number that I've pulled out my arse. Really? And you need to be able to discuss it. Maybe, I mean, you don't have to plaster all over your fucking Instagram, but like the pair of you guys, to be able to, in the privacy of, of maybe not on a fucking podcast, mm-hmm. but like in the privacy of, of, of a coffee shop or something, be able to discuss with each other what your turnover targets are. Like what do I want to make next year, five years, whatever it is, be able to have a small group of people that you can confide in and have that discussion. Because I know when I started being able to have those discussions, that's when money started to be a lot less of a problem and actually something that excited me rather than scared me. It was rather than a fear. It was like, oh, fuck, great. I'm surrounded by this guy. Like you guys know Ben. We don't know him, but you've seen this interview in the group. Yeah. Like Ben and I discuss it and then Ben's doing what, you know, 50,000 pounds in a month. It's fucking, you know, double it for Aussies. Fucking wild. But to be able to have that discussion and be like, that's a, a firework up anyone's ass when you're like, holy shit, like this guy's not messing about. You guys need to be able to have that amongst yourselves, if not a wider group. Yeah. I mean, Andy definitely touched it on then. Like both of us are training quite a bit and we've like definitely trained a lot in the past. And, you know, we never we would never end up anywhere if we just set out to just do the training. Mm-hmm. We always had an end goal and that end goal can shift. It can move depending on what happens, but... It's the same thing, as you said, with a business, with money, with what you're doing, your work, all that kind of stuff. Like you need somewhere to finish or to get to. Otherwise, you just like you're just fucking driving on a road, going nowhere. One hundred percent. You need to know what you're aiming for, and I think like that's the whole purpose of the optimized coach, isn't it? It's about giving you that focus and giving you more of a structure to it. Because we said yesterday repeatedly, it's easy to just go through the motions. It's easy to just turn up, do the work, do the sessions. Much like with training, to keep the analogy, you know, you can like we've all done it. I, I'm I'm doing it now with my training, hundred percent. Like I haven't trained for a couple of weeks because of injury, but with training, I've just been, I just go in and do the sessions and then I fuck off. There's no target, there's no goal, there's no structure, and whilst that's not necessarily damaging my progress, it's certainly not aiding and abetting my progress. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think one of the things as well that we got off, or at least that I got off. Since joining the OC, I've got off since joining the OC, and that's a weird way of saying. Oh, well, he's also done that <laughs> a few times, especially after um, yesterday. <laughs> um, is the importance on the stuff around like your personal life and how much that's going to affect your business? Like, I was a PT that if I had a coach or if I had a session at six AM, well, I live close enough to the gym that I can roll out of bed <laughs> at five twenty to six and make it. I can do my sessions. I can maybe push my breakfast back so I don't have to get up any earlier. And I was showing up and it was really, really shit. Like standards drop, my standards drop, which means the standards that I hold my, my clients to, they drop and everything kind of snowballs from there. A big thing, first thing that I came in was the, uh, when you kind of go through your your day, your kind of biological diary. audit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, the, and the diary as well. I was like, all right, well, if I need to, sh- if I want to show up as my best and be a better coach, be a fucking optimized coach, I have to improve myself before I can ask that of anyone else. 100%. And it's not the big things. Like, you don't have to have this big fucking two-hour morning routine where you go jump in an ice bath and then fucking put your face in a light box and, and all that. It can just be like all right, fucking three or four minutes of meditation. Fucking write, write shit down in the morning is a, is a really good one as well. Just have a little bit more get up and go about you. You will show up better. If you show up better, not only will your business then start to perform better you'll show up better it then starts to bleed into personal life whether it's relationships whether it's training whether it's fucking friendships and all that as well just be less shit basically 100% that's how you do anything that's how you do everything 
And it's that like I've been through that morning routine thing. I've been on both ends of that spectrum. I, like I had mine when I was a personal trainer on the gym floor was fucking ridiculous. Like you know, it was the one that you take the piss out of. It's that kind of like we're just everything cold water, fucking meditation, do a headstand, fucking you know, the, the light box, all the all the gear. You said I take the headstand out of the morning routine. Did yeah. you ever do any perineum sunning? Was that part uh, of well, the problem with that is the sun element in Scotland. <laughs> it's just some enough. crazy bloke Raining. with balcony with his <laughs> Just rain going up your you arsehole. <laughs> I mean, it can't hurt. Well, Keep it, it nice and clean. It's called an enema. <laughs> the cheapest enema you have. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, feel, I, I can confirm that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> just, just putting it out there on the record. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, prove it. So um, I feel like you're right. It's just like... Starting with yourself, I think that's always the case. And then being that North Star for your clients rather than, like, you know yourself, get up at 20, 25 minutes before the session. You're fucking inside out when you arrive at that session. You've barely brushed your teeth, let alone had a coffee. You don't even know which way's up and you're trying to tell someone how to do exercise. It's not ideal. And I think, like, no matter how well you think you hide it, you don't. Like, they can fucking see it. People can smell that. I mean, probably actually smell it in this case. I mean, you've not had a fucking (laughs) shower. shower, You fucking stink. Uh, so I think that's super, super important. I think it's just about looking at those, like I said yesterday repeatedly, like how does the person that you want to be behave? And what are like the micro habits and behaviors? Like stupid stuff. How do they dress? How do they like, do like, do they show up early? Do they show up late? Do they show up a fucking hour early? Like do they, I've always said that, like show up early and waste your own time. Don't show up late and waste someone else's. But like a lot of fucking PTs will turn up five minutes before the session starts. That's late in my opinion. Like if I'm your boss, that's fucking late. I need you there 15, 20 minutes at least before. I need you to look like you give a shit. I need you to look like you might have brushed your teeth this morning at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, had one of the big things for me was um, you, you in one of the trainings, you just said, yeah, like if you're not having a shower before you go in, and I went, I'm not having a shower before I go in. And I, went, and I went, I don't have enough. My head was, I don't have enough time to have a shower. And then I went, no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you spend like an hour watching How I Met Your Mother every night. Like, cut that out. Go to bed half an hour to an hour earlier. Get up half an hour earlier. Boom, there's your time. Like, you feel a lot better. And then it's just, it's just again, it's those micro behaviours. Whilst it might not be, it might not even be obvious that you've had a shower to the client. I think it, it, it's not obvious in so much it, it, on the face value, but I think it's how that then manifests itself in every other habit, behaviour, and how you show up that the client can see, like that you become more attentive on all fronts, which is the discussion yeah. that Andy and I had a few weeks back, just about throwing the like the kitchen sink at it mm. and changing all those behaviors. How do you stand? <laughs> you know, like, what's your body language? What are you doing? Yeah, there was that one thing you're like, oh, when you were on the gym floor, I was like, oh, I used to have this particular squat rack that I used to lean against because it was near a leg press. I lean on the seat calf raise in a very particular way. See? Like, put my foot on it and then lean on my foot on my phone because I can see the front door. And I was like, other than clients that I currently have, if anyone else walks in and sees it, I was like, he looks like he does not give a fuck. I could be doing, like, I could be on my phone texting the client who's running late. I could be just reviewing the program so I know, like, I, I'm switched on when I go into the session. It doesn't fucking matter because it's how I present myself is how I act. And if I'm not presenting myself in the ideal way, I'm not going to act the way I want. I'm not going to act the way I want. It's going to have an impact on how I'm perceived by potential clients, by current clients, and just by colleagues as well. Correct. We even have, um, we have we call it the PT's graveyard. It's like our the front entrance area of the gym. So it's on foyer. And it just, we call it the PT's graveyard because people just go and all the PT's will sit there 
because we don't have a room. Like that's just where we sit. It's where we eat. So it t- ends up being more of us than anyone else there. And it does. We've we like definitely have decreased the amount of time we spend there. Um, and it's noticeable that we like we're all people go. Oh, you guys. They they call us like a clique, and it's like no, we're not together. We're just not there because we found somewhere else to go and do our work and be away from the spotlight. Because everyone that walks into that gym, whether they're a, they've been there for ten years they're in their first year or they're just about to sign up, they walk past that area. And if they walk past and you're fucking around, yep. on scrolling your phone, like being a dick, they're going to see that. And then you have to call them up and be like, hey, do you want to come and, and pay me money to to take, to take make you a better person? I don't know if I really think you're the type of person that I want to be because I've seen you being a dick in the front. 100%. I've seen you barking at people out in the street. I don't do it at the gym. Oh, well. <laughs> And it's not out of place in Surrey Hills. Everyone barks at people in Surrey Hills. <laughs> I'm just trying to fit in. <laughs> there was actually, there was a junkie that was walking up the road and I pointed him at Kira and I was like, so I told her a story of my last encounter with, the, with this individual. I was like, oh, there's the cunt who asked if I wanted him to shit on my face. That's Surrey Hills. Yeah, <laughs> in a nutshell. Yeah. It's, it's a valid question. Did you want him to shit on your face? Uh, at 6am on a Thursday? No. Uh, time dependent. It, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Context is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We had um uh, we had a guy come up to us yesterday and ask us if he was like oh do you guys have a cigarette and we were like no sorry and then he just stood there and looked at us almost as if we were gonna start chatting with him and like he was one of our boys and we were just like all right okay bye mate. <laughs> and then he just went oh it just walked off <laughs> no not another word said that yeah. happened to me and Gary when we were leaving Slims and um, because it was the the lunar eclipse the other night the blood moon or whatever the fuck it was and some geezer comes up to me and Gary as we're just walking we're like oh. What's, why is everyone standing there looking one direction? Like, oh, yeah, the moon. And this chap comes up and starts telling us about the moon. I was like, nice. He's like, do you like lunar eclipses? And I was like, what? I mean, what sort of <laughs> question is that in the first place? <laughs> I'm impartial to it. <laughs> yeah. Are you a big fan? I mean, I'm just trying to find this a line bike. Yeah. This one was great until you fucking yeah. started <laughs> talking shit. All, all I wanted to do was find the line bike to get home. <laughs> oh, line bikes. Have you ever ridden a line bike? I have not ridden a line oh. bike. Although I did get the kind of lowdown from Andy yeah. yesterday. Oh, I'm a big fan. Very we, big fan. We, yeah, we jumped on them on the way home from the Ordinary Rig the other day. And yeah, I was. I had a very good time. I was potentially endangering some members of the public. I mean, they're fast as they are. <laughs> they They'll only go a certain speed. Like if you get up to a certain speed, the motor will cut out. So you can't go too fast. It's probably for the best, but it's yeah. really annoying. Because then it gets really... You get so a the, lot of resistance. Uh, the ones in Copenhagen, they have similar bikes, but you can, like, hack. Like, if, they, if the line bike's got a screen or not? Nah. So no, the ones in Copenhagen is like fancy as shit, so there's, like, a screen. No one vandalises anything. Nah, 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 nah. Things are looked yeah. after. Yeah. They're not ended up in the fucking Parramatta River. Yeah. No, no, no. Exactly. So I remember my mate when when he when we got them, he basically showed me like you have this combination of buttons that you press, which effectively like, disables that limiter, but like obviously it halves the battery time because you're gonna max that motherfucker out. Yeah. I tell you what, that's how I broke my elbow and oh. my shoulder. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I must show you that video. Yeah. But yeah, those there are they are like it's like as fast as a car. Oh, fuck. <laughs> deadly. It'll, they also have a um, they have like a location like radius, so you can't go out of a certain radius, which yeah, pretty yeah. much is the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's certain so there's certain suburbs that probably the council haven't given permission for them yeah. to be left in or something like, something that. like that. So I was going home, and I got I was going up onto the Anzac Bridge, which is quite a steep ascent to get up, and it cut out as I was going up. 
So I was just fucking like, the heaviest I was like, what's going on with it? Ridiculous. I was like, what's going on with them? Oh, well, and I just powered up this fucking hill, like using all the training that I've been doing to be like, yep, I'm a good cyclist. And then got to my place and went, not only do I have to ride it somewhere else Back to again. leave it, yeah, yeah, I have to, I did all of that on my own legs and have to climb up more hills on my own legs. So there you go. You poor thing. I mean, that's definitely been a shit cut. Yeah. With yeah. them being really heavy, that when you hit a pothole, you fucking hit a pothole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You create bigger potholes. Yeah. My arse is a bit numb today after fucking hell. And also from riding the line. Yeah. That was too I had easy. Started, I had started saying that and I was like, I have made a mistake. <laughs> that was a layup. <laughs> if you make them that easy, we'll knock them down. <laughs> that was too thick. Um, definitely something I wanted to ask you about, Matt, was because obviously you have not always been a uh, fitness business mentor. You've also been a personal trainer yourself. And prior to that, you were an engineer. Yeah. Um, Fuck. Okay, so start from the beginning. <laughs> like, I feel like most personal trainers make their way into the industry by virtue of liking PE at school or being good at sport and not much else. So, like, the natural thing to do is either go to uni and do sports and edu- exercise science. Or Which I've also done. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, that's what people do, right? It's like, there's like, that's the, it's like, like the front door to the industry. Yeah. Um, I took the back door. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, <laughs> when I left Only school, I went, I went straight into engineering, and we, we I worked in. Ironically, that led to me living in Australia, right? So, ten years of consultant engineering, structural. They sent me to Melbourne for three months, and I came back like almost two years later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, that was good. I mean, after that, just really. That industry, typically when there's a recession, which happens like every 10 years, like we're in one just now, right? Whenever they happen, every fucker gets made redundant because I'll tell you right now, no one's building anything extra right now. Like no one's planning new buildings whilst things are costing the way they're costing. So got made redundant and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of got this payout and I really bit disillusioned with this industry now, but fed up. I don't know if I want to be old and in this job because I'm never going to have done something I'm actually happy doing. Kind of going back to that jobs that people are happy doing and getting paid money for, right? Yeah. So, yeah. decided I would just take the money and do my level three. Did that, moved into the industry, it was super easy to get super busy because everyone that I worked with in offices was like in awful shape. So, like, <laughs> they would all take, but and I kind of personal trained them for free. Do you know, like, you give out yeah. your friends yeah. and family, you give them advice, advices. So, I gave them advice, and, and then eventually they became PT clients, and then that, that went really well, and then moved online, and then online went really well, and I was like, I think like the majority of the reason why it went well was like two things. Number one, a big network of people that from a previous life, and, and number two, a heap of systemization kind of process, if you like, because in engineering, I'll come as no surprise, things don't just like happen by a mistake. Yeah. It's like, you know, like everything is planned within an inch of its fucking life, so I kind of brought that anal level of organization into fitness, which then I think just made me a better coach, if you will. So then after that, I was like, hold on a minute. Like, even the other coaches I see doing well aren't doing this shit. Like, there's people who need this help. So we put together the mentorship, and the mentorship was like one-to-one as a trial on top of my coaching, where I had like five to ten people at any given time doing the call every now and again just to keep them right um and that went really really well as well i'm like oh hold on a minute and then actually it was a year yesterday right so it was yeah. 366 days ago 
then we decided, well, we'll do this as a group. We'll open it as a group. And we'll see if we can do this, teach this to more people. And that's how you, that's how we met, yeah. right? Yeah. Here we are. And it's, it's gone off since then. Yeah, for, it's gone fucking wild. Hence yeah. the fact, like, I'm on the other side of the planet. Like, yeah. <laughs> doing the I best s- podcast in Australia. There we yeah. go. <laughs> Obviously, the podcast is the reason I came to Australia. And then everything else is just... Side pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, oh, this will work too. Yeah. <laughs> all the seminars and work and shit, that, yeah. that was all booked after we, we booked the podcast. Exactly. It wasn't yesterday. i think yeah definitely um i was watching your story from yesterday this morning where you just you were talking about that and had the harbour bridge in the background and i couldn't help but feeling like a little bit of a tingling in my balls like of of inspiration like he's i mean it's like you're someone that we would look up to regardless but the fact that you're like you're our guy and you've managed to go from someone who yeah left the engineering industry with like you know, just disillusioned, not really sure what to do next. And yeah, it yeah. has created this whole entire life where you're on the other side of the world with people that you help for f- become more fulfilling and wealthier um, with the fucking Harbour Bridge in the background. Like, it's beers. not a bad story, right? Yeah, like <laughs> you pay him money for tingly balls. <laughs> and other things. But <laughs> in my mind, how that works is like, oh, I couldn't, couldn't help get a bit of a tingle in my balls. It's like you're there, like Andy or someone's just beneath you like, <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> Luke chewing. <laughs> Luke giving a seminar, spitting on them. Wow. <laughs> oh, poor Alan took so much spray yesterday. Fucking hell. I mean, unbelievable, Jeff. I mean, his, he was covered in it. And just like, ugh, like spit as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. When Luke came up behind me and was like, put his hands on my neck, and I had oh, my hands on top of my head, like, don't spit on me, don't spit on me. <laughs> why has Robbie got an umbrella? <laughs> <laughs> Next time it should be, by the way, first two rows do get wet. <laughs> Sarah said that when she was laying out the seats, saying to Andy in the car on the way here, it's like, who sits where? And, like, besides Dave being at the front for him talking, I'm like, I don't know, just throw them at the desk, and whichever they kind of land, we'll put them there, and Alan what is arguably the short straw <laughs> I mean as with retrospect it's definitely the short it's straw we weren't sure whether it was like the best or the worst seat we couldn't decide because it's either like no one's in front of me I can ask questions I've got like unrestricted view or all the rest of it turns out it's probably the worst seat yeah. that <laughs> Look, for, for most seminars it'd be like yes this is a great Jackpot. spot yeah nailed it for Luke it's you're going to get a bit of audience participation unbelievable <laughs> Four, four hours of getting sprayed. <laughs> if you want to clone Luke, you just have to cut off some of Alan's hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just cut it off, put it into the system, and we'll get... Imagine two of him running around. No one needs that. Yeah, no. It's probably a good Maybe thing. Maybe let's delete this part of the podcast. Yeah. Like anyone, no one needs to know. Don't give him the idea. Yeah, <laughs> probably a good thing he doesn't It's like mini me. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> Can you imagine a mini Luke? He's exactly the same as you, except we only one-eighth the size. <laughs> <laughs> That's still the size of a normal human being. Though. Okay, right. Wow. And he's talking about himself, he's like, oh, I'm looking so skinny at the moment. The cons 112 yeah. Yeah. kilos. Did, yeah. that, did that make anyone else feel completely inferior? Or was that just me? I was like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, I felt bad enough you, as it was. Then he called you skinny yeah, then I got, like, I got directly bullied. <laughs> yeah. At least you guys were spared that. Jeez, oh, we all got directly bullied at some point. <laughs> yeah, that table afterwards was just like, he worked his way around you. I think Sarah even got it when I was away. Yeah, yeah everyone got it. Yeah. The cameraman. Yeah. I don't wow. know. No one escaped... No, I'm not, not even Dave the cameraman. Yeah, Dave the cameraman. <laughs> he, he copped it well. Yeah, he copped it. <laughs> he wasn't ready for that either. Yeah. He was not ready for that shit. <laughs> he wasn't even sure he was being taken the piss out of it. I think he thought that Luke was talking to someone else. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like, yeah, you. <laughs> With the small calves. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm here for that. But yeah, I've got, to, I've got to do it all again tonight. So we'll see what, what Moody's in when we get to Melbourne. Wait, are you presenting tonight? 
nah, well, I, I'll be with him for dinner. So we'll see whether his tail's between his legs or whether he's just <laughs> two bottles of wine like, deep again and ready to rock. <laughs> the bottle of when he was when he was doing the testimonial. So we all stood in front of a camera and and talked about how much we enjoy the OC and how good it is. And he stood in front of the camera with a bottle of red in one hand and a glass in the other and was in like... In a fist. Yeah, yeah, the way he was holding it, just holding <laughs> a stamp in a for, fist. For like yeah. 15 Aggressive. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> just like wavering, just like tipping his butt himself all over the place. For yeah. the benefit of people listening though, like I said to Andy on the way here, is like, did you guys both do a testimonial? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so like that makes sense because you guys are clients of mine. Yeah. Luke is not my client. <laughs> the only the person, opposite. the only person in the entire group not qualified to give a testimonial <laughs> gave the longest testimonial. <laughs> what what, what video best. have? Yeah. What's in it? Like I have no idea I what you said. Because no one was no one could hear it. I a hundred percent copped it, like heavy. Like I took it tight in that video for sure. It's probably the best marketing you have now. I would say so. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. The best and the worst. He also, he also polished them two bottles of wine off within the space of about 45 minutes to an hour. I saved sub an hour for two bottles of wine. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's pretty decent. It's a good shift. Yeah, especially after the first two beers, he drank very slowly and he doesn't eat when he presents. The first yeah, two beers did go slowly and yeah. I'm like, all right, he's going to, like, I actually thought he would go home. Yeah. But turns out I had to send him home. <laughs> <laughs> he said he wasn't going to come for dinner. He's like, i got to go. <laughs> and then next We minute. didn't know where the fuck he was staying. <laughs> really? He said he doesn't remember dinner. Really? Yeah, when I was sending him back, he's like, what happened between leaving the hotel and now? Yeah, because like, right, we where do I start? We got to the pub and he went for a shit and he goes, he felt like he seemed kind of normal again. He's like, what's happened the last four hours? <laughs> he did sober up. The shit sobered him. Yeah, that's it absolutely that's did. That's trick, yeah. Just get some. Life hacks. Go for a big dump <laughs> and you'll sober up. Who knows? I've never tried it. It's one of the few things I haven't tried to sober up, but next time. Yeah, but he was also, we were walking to the pub and he's like, I'm going to go for a shit. And then we, we get to the pub, and Matt's like, oh, what do you want? What do you go for a poo? He goes, I'm not going for a shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> you literally just told us. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, don't make me do what I don't want to do. <laughs> He's, he, I, I love his ability to flip between extremes in almost instantaneously. Three personalities. Yeah. Right, good times. I look forward to when he brings out Patricia. No, the, f- the film split. Yeah. So he's not actually real. Yeah. <laughs> Luke runs muscle nerds by himself. Yeah. She's the CEO, and it's him sitting in a dress in the corner, like <laughs> holding his pinkies up. <laughs> we got that on camera. Fantastic. Um, well, I mean, what's so obviously you're here for other reasons apart from podcast and OC training. So, what you've got a seminar, you just did one, you got another one coming up? Yeah, so second, secondary reasons after the podcast, obviously. Um, so, we came over first, we did Brisbane with Luke, actually. So, Luke's equivalent to our event, I presented at that. Then, yesterday was obviously our event, now the podcast, straight after this, straight on a flight to Melbourne to present two days. Is it Melbourne Strength Culture? I think. Yeah, Jim. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even know where it is. <laughs> I just booked it. Like, <laughs> I couldn't even point it in a map. I don't know which direction I'm going. I'll get a new boat. It's fucking Marston City. I went to train there when I was there last time, and it's it's a bit out. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We'll sort it out. But yeah, doing that, and then we go home on what day is it today? Thursday. We go home on Monday. Mark, that was a whirlwind. I mean, I haven't been in one place for more than three days, which has been tough. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that part. Like, yeah. I think it's different for me. This is a business trip, so it's been like. Like, when you guys ask me to be on this, it's like, fucking no-brainer, of course. Like, I'm here for work, and, like, especially when it's my guys, like, for sure. But for Sarah, it's, like, being, to all intents and purposes, a holiday. And 
I think she's finding it quite difficult in that she can't even unpack a suitcase. It's like every time it's like, you know, we're flying this afternoon, so don't unpack, and you've got five minutes to see this city, or you never see it again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Next year. Yeah. Well, it was like, uh, it reminds me of when I went on a, a trip around Europe in 2018, and I think I didn't do more than three nights in the same bed, but I was... 21 years old and getting on the piss every night more resilient uh, when you're younger like I definitely <laughs> yeah. I found that like I came with a shoulder injury which has just been a fucking nightmare and dodgy beds and then like with all the palaver at the hotel and yeah, yeah definitely like I think it's different when you're working though like obviously when you were you were you were just going on the piss yeah. for me it's like you've got to focus you know what you're here for yeah I was passing out every night so I didn't need to exactly sleep. Yeah. <laughs> whereas you need to actually turn up sharp yeah, I've got to be able to actually yeah. function. Like, I've got calls all afternoon, so I'm going to have to do them from the airport, and it's, there's no fucking Wi-Fi on the plane, so I just have to do my best. But, yeah, for me, it's just, just been... It's interesting, and that's the point, and I think that's part of the reason why I could, could easily have cancelled all my work, because there's nothing that... It couldn't be delayed by a fortnight. Like, there's no pressing engagements. It, it, all you guys are, if you need me, I'm there, but... I think half of it is being able to advertise to you guys, whether you want it or not, the online business thing... Like, I'm on the other side of the fucking planet, and it all still operates. Like, there's, there's been no hiccups. Everyone's still got what they needed. Any calls that needed to be done are done. Any online check-in feedbacks are done. It's really not been a problem. And actually, you can just up sticks, go where the fuck you want, and run your online business from wherever you are. Well, that's the flexibility you always talk about. Like, it's working online, it doesn't give you the freedom that some people think it does because yeah. you still have to work. But it gives you the flexibility to be able to make that work around the lifestyle that you want to live. Fully. Like if you want to fucking sleep in till 12 o'clock, wake up, do your check-ins, and then fuck off to go on the piss, right, and then on. do the same same thing. If you're delivering a certain amount of service and there's people willing to pay for that, it gives you the flexibility to be able to do it. That's exactly it. Like, this is the... Where have I been this year? I've been Switzerland, Greece, Spain, Turkey, and here. Well, all in 2022, <laughs> and the business hasn't stopped. Like, it doesn't have to stop. Yeah, it has, like, substantially bigger. Like exponentially bigger. Even whilst we've been here, people have been joining. I've been doing calls with new people. Just have to. It just means a late night for me. Yeah, I think that's right, and it does give you the flexibility. And like then, I'm the other end of that spectrum. So use the example of someone that maybe wants to get up late, do their check-ins, go in the piss. Like a younger version of me, maybe would would want to do that. But at this point in my life, I'm happy to like I'll stay up to midnight and have a call with you. No problem. Like it's not a problem. Like I'm like I don't do the piss. I don't do the fucking late morning. So it's yeah. like for me. It might as well be working. I enjoy that, and I take a huge amount of my identity from it. So yeah, like I think that's the that's the main reason why I was happy and actually keen to work whilst I was here was just to show you guys it's like it's possible. Yeah, if you if you want that freedom, it's there online. I'm not here to tell you that's the the route you should take, but should you want to do more online? For me, the flexibility is the key word, and it's the thing that drove me towards it the most. I enjoyed personal training. I enjoyed being on the gym floor and having a bullshit with your clients and just catching up and just. Having a fucking laugh, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like they're getting the results, but we're having a good crack. But at the same time, the freedom of online and the ability for me to just—I like traveling. Yeah, like going skiing earlier on in the year. Like booked it like three days before we went away. Sweet, let's have four days skiing in Switzerland. Why not? I'll tell you why not. It's fucking well like, expensive with retrospect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's be more the most for expensive us place I've ever been in my life. Really? Well, actually, that's that's not true. That was Mykonos. <laughs> I said while in Sydney. Yeah, yeah, then, like yeah. Sydney seems affordable in comparison to like, really? honestly, Switzerland was absolutely intense. Yeah. Like that bottle of water was like twelve pounds. Fuck. To be fair, I'm going to Dubai at the end of the month and I am somewhat concerned about 
Yeah, I mean, it'll be fucking... Yeah. It's definitely more expensive than Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the first time I've booked a hotel room where I don't have to pay at the time. Which is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I fucked that, I got yeah. to a hotel um, and I thought that they'd taken the payment. I was really young. I was maybe like 21 or something. And I thought they'd taken the payment. So I just continued spending on my card. And then when I got to the desk, they were like, oh, I'll take your payment. I'm like, oh, fuck. And it bounced. Yeah. I'd like phone my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Can you send me some money? I mean, I'm going to need some help here. Fucking wild. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's what I'm concerned. But I'll be all right. You know. Going on holidays, as you get older, it Don't just gets more and more expensive. Well, I mean... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Mrs. Peacock? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I'm out of money. If it bounces, don't pull my mum. I was... Whoa! <laughs> What's going on there? It, at this point, we were... Oh, he's still whoa, going. Whoa. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you guys know there's a, th- a fourth person in the room in this party. He's, he's under the desk. He's under the desk. <laughs> he's just like making sure our balls are tingling. That's it. <laughs> just blowing. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's Dave, the great Dave Marsh of uh, Double Barrel Dave, Double Barrel Double Dave Barrel fame, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, who gave a, a great talk about impact theory yesterday, which was amazing, um, and is also another member of the OC and my coach. There we go. Yeah. Happy families, but Dave's listening to something on his phone. Yeah, and now Matt's taking, taking pictures here. Well, yeah. It seems like a right opportunity because everyone's there having a laugh. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was something that definitely popped up into my head before to talk about, and now it's completely dropped out of there, but it was something to do with... Oh, yes. He's back. He's back you're, in the room. You're, you're, you're working here at the moment, and you're wearing a singlet and shorts, and I think that is fucking amazing. Because I think far too many people dress up in suits to go to jobs that oh suits that they don't God. like, yeah, that they yeah, pay yeah. far too much money to for, impress people who don't, like. don't like at jobs that they dislike. And I'm like, is that a Tumblr quote? Uh, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what I love about being a PT is I get to do it in shorts and a singlet. One hundred percent. And I think for me, it's like I spoke to you guys yesterday about how you dress. It's like it's, it's important, right? Like mm. for me, whenever whenever I present in a visual capacity, and it's my gig, collar, always. Like, I just, at very, very least, a, a plain black T-shirt, like Dave was wearing yesterday. But, like, yeah, I feel like that's one of the benefits of working for yourself is, like, as long as you're presentable. I feel like some of the PTs take that take the piss out of that, though. I've spoke to you guys all about that in the group yeah. before. It's like, fuck me. Turn up, like, like I said before, like, they've done origami with their T-shirt for three months. <laughs> what does I say? Man's out here trying to sell chi- uh PT looking like a chip packet. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's true, right? Like, sort your shit out. Like, you want people to take you seriously as, like, and I've spoke to you all before, but it's more than exercise. Like, it's, it's like a lifestyle thing you sell. And the lifestyle that you portray visually is someone that doesn't know how to use a fucking iron. Hold on a minute. Yeah. Like, talking about being a shit cunt, like, yeah. that is the picture of one to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I feel very lucky that that's the case, though, being able to just throw on the singlet and like exactly, that's my yeah. work outfit for the day exactly. that's the beauty of online as well you can do it with literally nothing on from the waist down and no one knows although when during um i went to visit my dad lives in singapore so i went to visit him earlier this year and singapore still hadn't gone back to going into the office yet so he was still working from oh, yeah, home. Yeah. and um the first day i rocked up and uh we went we went out for coffee and then we came back and he sits down at his computer and took his pants off. <laughs> and I was, man. and I was like, Dad, I was like, Dad, are you are you working without your pants on? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Sometimes I don't even wear a shirt. And it doesn't make you a bad guy. The next day, we went for a bike ride in the morning, and then came back, and he went to he started working in just a towel. And I was like, 
that's fucking brilliant. What a guy. <laughs> what, what a guy. He's like, whenever people are like, can you turn your camera on? Sorry, it's not working. <laughs> I, I've got something on that, though. I think, like, for me, when I moved fully online, I kind of went down that same route as your dad, like, where it was like, this yeah. this works. I can do whatever the fuck I want. And then I quite quickly found that there was a subconscious correlation between how I dressed and how I performed and showed up. So, and then I think for me, like, I also have a gym at home, so... And I have this, like, really potentially great but potentially diabolical combination of, like, everything is within 20 square metres. Office, kitchen, bed, living room, gym. So I don't need to leave the house. So then I wasn't changing for any specific task. I would just, like, dress like this, and that was me for the day, sit in my fucking sweat all afternoon. Like, who cares, right? But then I found that, like, my performance at everything became very mediocre. So it was like, now I get up and actually, I actually had a mate of mine who works in another industry message to say like, mate, can I, can I just say, watching your Instagram, fair fucks, like, what do you mean? He's like, you dress like an adult, um, but you don't have to dress like an adult. Like, I try and wear a shirt when I'm at work. Like, it's just, like, it's just an overshirt. Like, you have to be fucking smart. Yeah. An overshirt, some chinos, because it's always fucking cold at home. And I think for me, that means that I now subconsciously register with myself, I'm going to turn up to work. And then when I go to the gym, like, I could go and train in that. I could just take my overshirt off and train in my chinos and a t-shirt. It didn't make any fucking difference. I'm not training legs. We're all good, right? And I did for the longest time. <laughs> but now it's like, right, I go and change it in my gym stuff. So now it's like subconsciously, like with your clients, it's like that ritualistic part of getting ready for something. Like, if you're going to go and do, imagine you did um, an Ironman in your clothes now. Like, you have some fucking chafage issues. Like, yeah. I guarantee it. Well, even just training. Like, I'm like, i got to... I have certain shirts and shorts. And Correct. Sock. I have socks that I wear only for running. That's a subconscious thing, though. It makes... It, it does make an actual difference. No. But, like, it probably does to a degree. Like, a baby one. Yeah. But, like, realistically, that's just all in Robbie's head. But yeah. that, that's fine. And it's the same with clients when they're getting ready. Like, I spoke to the guys about... You know, in lockdown, when we're all moved to trying to, like, coach people to do decent... I mean fucking getting people to train at home and all that shit that we all went through. One of the trainings I did was like, what's the first thing you do in the gym? And like for most of the guys, it was dry scoop a fucking pre-workout and uh, get changed. Like you went to the change room, got changed, right? Like you don't get changed at home. Nah, nah, I'm, I come straight from work. I'm like, sweet. So go get changed at home because nine times out of 10, they were trying to do it in their fucking dressing gown. Yeah. Do you know, it's like- Never gonna work. So I think like that was being massive for me working from home is just like, having almost like alter egos that come with outfits yeah that once i finish work i can go and close the office door change out my shirt into like this which is like how i would just cut about and now it's like right i'm now not work mat i'm home mat and then i can go to the gym and put on training kit and now and for like you with the socks yeah i think that's super super important and i think when it comes to coaches undervalued Maybe not even thought about. Yeah, I like I still I have a couple of um, online clients that are still working from home mm. by choice, um, and they're like, oh, I, I never seem to be able to like chill out, never seem to be able to like de-stress from my work. And I'm like, as soon as you finish work, take your clothes off, like put other get clothes fucking on. naked, just get naked, yeah, <laughs> nothing get, else back on, get your cock out. <laughs> no, I just say like just. Change your clothes straight away. Even walk out the door and come back in. Like, go for a little walk around, put a podcast on, come back in. Because it gives you that ability to, like, actually go, oh, I'm home now. I'm switched off. I can calm down. I can chill. I it's can like compartmentalization. Put Stone Cold Steve Austin's entrance music on and come in. Back in again. <laughs> Shotgun a beer. <laughs> that's it. That'll change your fucking mood. I promise you your energy changes. Relax the fuck out of you. Yeah, that, that, that's chill out. That's evenings over. Work's done. I can hear the glass smashing at the start of that already. Dun -dun, dun -dun, dun -dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not smashed then. 
fucking right. Just smash a pane of glass, put that, th- put that on shotgun a beer, and just relax. Yeah, and then do it again the next day. Yeah, if you don't feel relaxed at that point, I, I question who you are. Yeah. You're not one of us. <laughs> Should have done that, yeah. Shark bait. I mean, that's also another point is that like we've we obviously get along with each other. That's why we uh, where we work with you. Why like I work with Dave. Like, and everyone in the room yesterday was on a f- fairly similar level. Like, no one was sitting there going, "This feels uncomfortable." No. No. And I think one of the benefits of what we you've managed to do is create a space where everyone is like you say, it's your guys. It's just like a, it's just a tribe, and I was saying that in my story yesterday. Probably the ones you were kind of referencing earlier on. It's like I genuinely think that one of my skills, whilst you'll not often hear me say those words, I'm not very good at in your humble but accurate opinion. There you go. That's a fucking great. <laughs> I, love that I can't one. claim that. That's from Paul Mort. Whenever you say that, I just go, "Oh yeah, it's fucking good, right?" But like, you'll not often hear me like blow my own trumpet. But is yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, building communities, building tribes. I think like, that's the thing that all coaching businesses should centre center around. Which is what I said to you guys yesterday in opening. Right, it's like think about where's the opportunity for more of that inside your business. Like I think most businesses are light on that, heavy on coaching, heavy on content, a little light on community. And I feel like whilst most of you knew each other at least to a degree, like there were still people that you didn't really know that well in the room. But I didn't ever feel like there was any fucking strangers there. Like everyone just got along. I think that's down to us meeting online. That's us to uh, down to us like having similar. We're just similar people. Yeah. Like do you know what I mean? It's very much one type of person in that room yesterday, with the exception of Luke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where there was four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Luke and Patricia. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think we do one thing that both you and Luke um, did push towards us was that the the actual thing of like rather than when we're looking for clients. And I think you can do this in any part of your life. It doesn't just have to be business or work. It can be personal. But like when you're looking for people to spend time around, even Dave was saying this too, you like you have the ability to say, no, I don't want to spend time Fucking around hey, you. Absolutely. Because you're, you're abs- we don't share values and that's actually negatively affecting me. It's not that you're a bad person. I Like it's just... You're just not my person. Exactly, yeah. And I, like, 100%. Definitely, people are scared of that. Exactly. Definitely recently, I'm finding a lot, there's, I'm spending time with a lot, there's a, quite a few people that I spend mm-hmm. a lot less time with because I've realised that in the last few years, my direction has just gone differently. And it's not that any one of us is good or bad. I mean, I'm better than them. But that's oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, better just, haircut, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to take that. Yeah, I'm happy with it. I, it got trashed a lot yesterday, but... That's all right. I'm we came from a place of love, though. Definitely. No one ever punches down. <laughs> Never go. <called. laughs> Luke wants my haircut. That's the only reason. No, I think he wanted right, your though. pinkies as well. <laughs> oh, just, just up to the second knuckle, though, no further than that. Yeah, well, it's got a nice bend in it. Um, but yeah, like you spending more time around people that you share interests with, less negativity. You find yourself arguing a lot less. For sure. They bring you up. Like they should never push you down or pull you down. They always bring you up, and they like they cheer for your success. I had someone that I used to post heaps of Dave, repost heaps of Dave's content before I started doing much of my own. I had a friend of mine that once said, oh, what are you going to suck his dick later? And I was like, yeah, probably. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> but actually I do it because me. Yeah, I like him and I want to see him succeed. Like that's the tribe I'm part of now. Does and your dick suck and help him succeed? Yeah, it does actually. So. Relaxes him after a tough day of posting content. <laughs> <laughs> double stone. <laughs> stone Cold Steve Austin on Robbie on his car. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast has gone in a different direction to normal. No, I think you're right though. I, like, I think like I've been, 
I've definitely done exactly what you've highlighted there. I used to have a massive kind of social network in the non-digital form before, you know, social media was really a big thing. I was a big socialite, especially as an engineer, and I was out most nights after work drinking or at least eating or just chatting or whatever else. And I knew, like, Sarah to this day still says, no matter which country we go to around the world anywhere, we'll go somewhere and you'll bump into someone you know. Like, when we got here, we got off the plane, we literally got changed, taxi to Bondi, and then just ran up the coast to Kuji. Literally got to Kuji and bumped into Sean on the front straight away. <laughs> and she was like, this is fucking example number one. Like, every, every single time we go somewhere, same in Switzerland, same in Miami, it doesn't matter where we go, right? And I think... That was kind of like old Matt, and like once I realised what you kind of highlighted there, I was such a small group now. Beyond actual like work people like you guys, like people that I I am friends with outside of that, where there's no work relationship at all. There's probably like three people, because it's easier to keep. Like you guys get it, you guys know, you guys all get it. That's why you're here, so we can have conversations where it's about bringing each other up. And the other few that I keep are exactly the same, but. I feel like that smaller group is far easier to succeed in rather than like like you say, just people that want like are you gonna suck his dick later. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. If you yeah. I mean, yeah. And if you if you let me. <laughs> oh please Dave. Please Dave. <laughs> <Please, laughs> well, it's like obviously me and Robbie spend a lot of <laughs> <laughs> That's the noise. <laughs> oh. My mom listens to this. <laughs> Dave, are you done yet? Jaws getting sore. Um, (laughs) I have no idea where I was going to go with that. Oh yeah, like obviously me and Robbie spend a lot of time together. Like we do a podcast. We're both in the OC. We both do a lot of work together. Or even like we both go and sit. Fuck, I'm done with him. (laughs) Don't fucking blame him. It's mutual. But like like we'll train together as well. Fuck me. Yeah, actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, it's a bit much. Together as well. It's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah. But I was like, that's actually why I'm going away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not coming back. <laughs> but he also trains my missus as well. Yeah, there's, on top of that. <laughs> there's too much Robbie in my life, I've realised. I don't know if there's such a thing. I could spend all that time with Robbie and I could like work on our podcast together, work on our businesses together, even though we're going in different directions with the kind 100%. of people we coach and how we coach people. We can train together, we can do the, the run from November together. It's like, I could do that, or I could go sit in the fucking beer garden with the boys and just listen to them chat shit. Shit your life about away. stuff I don't give a fuck about. Yeah. yeah, until eventually someone goes, "Should we get a bag in?" Yeah, no and then all of a sudden it's the next morning, and you're just yeah. feeling horrible about yourself. And yeah. how did this happen again? That's actually normally when I go home. <laughs> people taking drugs. I'm like, uh, I get really awkward. I'm like, I'm gonna leave. Bye now. <laughs> Bye. Hundred percent. But yeah, like it's. I mean, similar thing. I have. Friends, a lot of friends that say, you know, Wednesday night, hey, do you want to come to the pub and get a beer? I'm like, mate, I've got to be up at fucking 4.30 to get to work. Why do you have to get up at 4.30? Because that's what I do. <laughs> Why do you have to have a beer on a Wednesday? Actually, yeah. we did have beers yesterday, but yeah. it was an event. But, but that's a, a one-off. Yeah, that's yeah, a one-off, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, my special rule is, occasion. my normal rule is I don't drink during the week. Like, that's sure. at all. And then it's, I don't drink at home, don't drink during the week. And whenever I stick to that rule, things seem to do okay. I mean, my normal rule is I don't drink at all, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Less than 0.5% alcohol in this. I like that. I'm which, if, if you're lightweight enough, is enough to get drunk. Still alcohol if you try hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> if you, you have to enough. have a substantial amount. <laughs> see, how many drink you've got to drink? That's an interesting question. How many of these do you have to drink before you're fucking slaughtered? <laughs> well, like, have you ever had a... I'd say triple digits. Have because they're putting that on the can just in case that when they're making it, there was a little bit of alcohol that got in. 
realistically, there's probably absolutely nothing, or at least fuck all. Hundreds of so, beers. I mean, yeah, imagine saying, the number of pisses. You, how many pisses would you go for before you were pissed? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times I had to piss. These are the questions I want answered. The amount of times I had to piss yesterday, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to leave because I'm gonna miss something." You go for and the fastest Luke, pisses at those yeah. things. Luke just kept oh, talking. I was getting I was like, pain in the front. <laughs> like holding on to it. I was like, my labia was hurting. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 I need to go. Um, speaking of uh, things that can get you drunk that is not much in it, um, do you know what like aromatic bitters in is that like they make put on in cocktails? Like what they put in lemon and lime bitters? Yeah, lemon lime bitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's alcoholic. The bitters of lemon is and lime it? bitters. Yeah, and if you have a shot of that, so 30 mils, that's the standard drink. But it tastes fucking gross. Exactly, right? yeah. Because the reason you have t- a couple of drops is because it's fucking like it's far. Have you ever done it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, should, you should open a podcast once by starting with, with one of them. Shot. You also look like someone who's done a shot of it. We it does in, in my past life when I yeah worked in bars we got up to we got pretty creative and got up to some interesting shit and I mean, that's one of them. There was actually a moment yesterday where I realised that part of me still lives in my brain and it was when because we all got beers out and yeah. they were Carlton Draft bottles they were twist tops. And then I heard a can open, and you saw me. My head spun like I was, it was like I was a fucking demon, just like all the way around. Because I heard a can open, and I was like, "We didn't have cans before." All right, all right, all yeah. right. <laughs> what beer is this? <laughs> I was like, it so was quick. Much, it was much nicer than the Carlton Draft. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I felt unwell during that Carlton Draft because it's so fucking carbonated. I was like, mm, I was yeah. like oh, fuck, filled I feel, with preservatives too. Yeah, I felt mm. massive. Like my my gut was out here, and I was like. Not ideal. Yeah, it's definitely the, the Australian beers are the ones that can make you feel real dusty the next day. Fucking hundred percent. Because of all the preservatives and all the, the crap, extra sh- the crap that exactly that they put in it. Fucking VB will kill a man. <laughs> but I would still drink it out of a oh, shoe yeah. after doing an iron. <laughs> <laughs> well, a few green grenades. A couple of green grenades. Yeah, Victor Bravos. Yeah, I'm all right for it. <laughs> um, well, we're almost at, at, at an hour. Do you have you got anything else to say? Or we. I think we might have covered. No, I think we'll. Them. I think we'll leave it there. Yeah, fifty-three minute 53 special. Minutes. Yeah. Well, we we've, we've got. We did an hour and ten the other day. What's we your PB? An hour and ten. Is that the actual PB? Yeah. We we did. And that was episode ten. So. Um, yeah, we're starting to last longer. It's good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the endurance training's paying off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just more practice. Podcast <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say um, we might just do a quick little plug for the little bit of fundraising that we're doing at the moment. Oh, the, the little bit of uh, 60Ks we're going to run yeah. on the 26th of November to raise money for November. It, it's a it's a 20, uh, sorry, it's a 60-kilometre move. It might not all be running. Very slight shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> the, our feet might both leave the ground at the same time, but we're going to do complete moving for 60 kilometres on our feet in, and maybe hands and knees. Yeah, and if you donate and you're, and you're a local of Sydney, the more you donate, the more you can abuse us when you come, de- come down and cheer us on. Or don't cheer us on, because that's the opposite of abuse. Or do both, because you can if you really want to. Yeah, real dichotomy. Yeah. And so Give the, us money. Yeah, the link. Don't Abuse give us, us money. Give no, it's November money. from November. Yeah. So the link for it is in to donate is in our bio um, in some way, shape, or form. It, we, we're both, we both put different links in our bio, and it's Fuck coming it. up differently. So we're going to reset that today. It, it works, tomorrow. though. Yeah, we'll reset it. Um, so by the time you this podcast has come out, it should be okay, but... Chuck some money in there. It's for a good cause. We both already look pretty average with our moustaches, so we're trying to do something even to make ourselves look and feel even worse. Um, so, uh, yeah, participate. Send us some money. And if you don't, then you should listen to this podcast more because it sounds like 100%. you're a bit more of a shit cunt. <laughs> and it, it's at Better Blogs Podcast on Instagram as well. And it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify and Amazon if you're a lizard.
hundred percent. That yeah. is what I said. Yeah, yeah. see, see, there's probably it. like fucking like four people who listen to any podcast or Amazon. Like Amazon just do fucking everything, and one of those people listens to it. Amazon's just for buying shit. Yeah, well, start, that's what we're saying. It started off as books. I even think Amazon is shit for buying stuff. No, in the UK, I use it for everything. I've I, I, I buy three don't like the look Amazon. of it, so I'm like, I'm not using it. It, it is a sometimes here you'll find something it, like I ordered stuff Tuesday afternoon. It got there. Yesterday, and I sent you a random drunk picture of it. Look what I got. Yeah, we were sitting in the book. Is like, why the fuck? Is <laughs> I, told, I told them to take it, and I was like, it wasn't until this morning when I woke up to that, that explanation. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I was like, look, look what I did. <laughs> um, but other stuff, you'll be like, it's coming in six weeks. <laughs> yeah, UK is everything's the next day or same day. See? Way better. Yeah, I abuse the shit out of it. Multiple parcels a day. Every fucking day. Yeah, well, I had to arrive yesterday. There we go. Books, five HCP, little another three month planner. How good. Um, but yeah, listen to us, share us, follow us, subscribe to us. Five stars on Spotify. Yeah, probably not on Amazon. Yeah, no. Maybe four lizards. Is that how they do it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, thank you for joining. Thank you, Matt. Thank, thank you for being our guest. Thank you for having yeah. me. Um, it's always a pleasure. Our first guest. Hopefully, the next time you're on, we'll have a bit more of a professional setup. I mean, fuck it. I'm, I'm delighted with this setup. Yeah. <laughs> Good, us leaning over the same two mics. We've got Dave in the corner. Thank you for filming and the interrupting partway through. <laughs> this yeah. wasn't the Pornhub open tune. <laughs> Everyone knows that tune. You're giving yourself whiplash looking at it. <laughs> yeah, we, we would have been like... <laughs> all shot our heads around. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Dave. We'll see you all next time. Bye.